0: Hey friends, you're listening to another episode of Slightly Unfiltered. I'm your host, Desiree Wolf. I've got something to say. You've got something to say. So let's get talking. This might be some deep-seated mother-child trauma that I have ingrained in my brain but I fully believe when your house is in complete disarray and feeling completely unorganized that that actually can affect your emotional state and make you feel stressed the fuck out. That's why I'm pretty excited to introduce you to today's guest, her name is Maria Grove and she is the founder and head organizer over at Bliss This House. Maria is a professional organizer who transforms homes to have good organizational habits meaning she's not just going to come in and clean your shit. She's going to show you how to create habits that help you feel and become more organized. The cool thing about Maria is she is a mom, and she's also an EMT, and she has used those skills from both being in the medical field as well as being a mom. She's translating them into how to be organized in your home. And she's going to talk to us today about what that looks like Stay tuned and listen to my conversation with Maria. Mornings can be annoying with enough coffee, let alone without. Why not use a coffee mug that lets people know that you aren't about to take any bleep head to slightlyunfiltered.com for a line of coffee mugs with bleep attitude. We have mugs with so much sass. We don't have enough bleeps to mention them all here. Mugs for coffee may be slightly unfiltered, and for you, who's definitely unfiltered. Get your mug today and sip like a boss. SlightlyUnfiltered.com Hey friends, you're listening to another episode of Slightly Unfiltered. I'm your host, Desiree Wolf. I've got something to say, you've got something to say, so let's get talking. Maria, I am so thrilled to have you on Slightly Unfiltered because you talk about some things that I find super important when we're moms and trying to juggle all of the things. So I uh, like to think of myself as an organized person until I meet somebody who is actually a professional organizer. And then I realize that I'm still a big, hot mess. So I I was super excited that you wanted to be a guest on the show because I think lots of moms and lots of listeners can relate to that.
1: Well, I am a mom, as you said, I'm married. I have, I'm a dog mom. So I apologize if you hear any squeaky toys in the back. (laughs) I'm an EMT as a part-time job and I'm headed towards nursing school. So I have a lot of passions, but my first and foremost passion is this business that I have, which is organizing, home organizing i love it because I get to help families and businesses transform, make real honest changes, real transformations, and it, it, it's a, it's a lot of fun to to help people go through their stuff and find their treasures. That's really what I'm looking for when I help them. You know, a lot of things you you Marie Kondo is really popular right now. The Home Edit's really popular right now. And like Marie Kondo is like, does this spark joy? And that that's her question. And I always I, I kind of ask different questions, but the reality is at the end of the day, you want the things around you that spark joy, that that really light you up inside. And if you have Other stuff kind of cluttering that like if you've got your wedding picture on the mantle, but you have all this other stuff that your your family has given you over the years or you've collected over the years, and you can't see your wedding picture that's not bringing you joy so clear off the clutter and then suddenly that wedding picture is lighting you up again, and you remember. Oh my gosh, I was gorgeous on my wedding day and my I am I do love my husband and it's something to remember and you know, and 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 that's something to celebrate. And so that's that's what I always strive for at the end of our sessions is that we found something to celebrate in your home and we highlight it.
0: Yes, yes. I love that. So my my first question for you is How does one who's an EMT and coming, becoming a nurse get involved in home organization?
1: (laughs) Well, I, I started the home organization business first, and then the pandemic hit and I did a complete 180 and I pursued medicine. So that's just a, that's a whole nother podcast. I I've, I've worked in nonprofits for a long time. I've been a mom for a long time. And I've done this business for a few years. I don't like calling it a side hustle because I work a lot harder than a side hustle would indicate. I, I, you know, this is my, this is my business. And so that's my, that's, that's what I do. So I, it's, I think that, humans can have more than one interest and humans can be more than one thing yes. and that's why i you know some people have said oh don't tell people that you're an EMT you know you'll think people will think that you're not a real professional organizer and i and i say but i am i am all of these things yes. i have these certifications and i have yes. these licenses but i also have these licenses to save your life And I really enjoy doing both of these things and I balance them and I I, and I organize my life so that I can do both.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I think we get pigeonholed into thinking that we have to be known for the one thing. And, And I've actually talked about this a lot. I don't know anybody that only likes one thing in life. Like, and I used to be super envious of those people who seemed like they knew what they were going to be when they were five. And that's what they've been doing their whole entire life. And then the other part of me is like, do I really envy them? Because guess what? I get to change my mind anytime I want.
1: Yeah. It's kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like love my husband, but he has been an actuary, which is a statistically inclined insurance person Mm. since he graduated high school, since he graduated college. He got his internship. And he's worked for the same company for 25 years. He will retire from that company. He's done one thing his entire professional life. And that's be, be an actuary. Whereas I'm like, pew, 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 pew. Yeah, it's been a few years. <laughs> you know, What's next? <laughs> pursuing passions of mine. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a really smart, inquisitive, curious person. So I feel like I can do multiple things.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. How do you, how do you balance all of the passions and all of the things that you have, especially when they're not related, like EMT is not related to organizing. And, you know, anybody who's listened to the podcast knows that by profession, I'm an event manager. Well, my podcast and my business have nothing to do with events except for that. I like to go to them. (laughs) So what, like, what goes through your mind when you're trying to figure out, okay, what am I working on today? Or what's my focus right now? Or, or what's the next thing for me?
1: Yeah, I, well, as, as an organized person, I organize my time and Mm -hmm. I say, I take what, what's really important is I take the same shifts every week. So I know exactly what I'm doing every week. So Monday and Tuesday, I have a 24 hour shift and I say, that's my 24 hour shift. Then Wednesday, I recover Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I work on my business Mm. and Sunday is like you know, down, download time with the kids. I mean, I'm with the kids all the time. I mean, let's not, I mean, I'm not out of the house all the time, but you know, I I'm working with a business coach right now. And she, she helped me learn the term CEO time. And that really helps me like when I'm on my computer and I'm focused on my, my business, which is called bliss this house. I just, I, I I'm in CEO time. Like that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm not thinking about how many chest compressions I did earlier in the Mm. week or whatever it's, I can compartmentalize. And so I organize my time to be able to do multiple things.
0: Yeah. I love that. I think when I'm talking with people and I hear that, cause I, I, I don't want to say I suffer from anxiety. I deal with anxiety <laughs> in my life. I don't like to say I suffer from it because it's not debilitating. It's just really annoying. But when I talk to people who, you know, they talk about that they're frazzled and, and they, you know, are getting high levels of anxiety. One of the things I ask them is, okay, well, how are you managing your time? Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised if they're like, oh, I'm all over the place. I'm like, well, no
1: wonder. No yeah. wonder you feel well, like I have you a, have anxiety. I have, a good, I have a good suggestion for that. You know, so I'm not... I'm not a, I'm not a a coach for time per se. Like I really am. i dig into your closets. I dig into your kitchen kind of thing, but I get into habits and I get into certain things like that with people. And one thing that I've gotten, I I teach is on your, on your, your day in the morning or, or whenever you start your day, because, you know, shift work, whenever you start, start your day, (laughs) um, put a sticky note in front of you and write one, two, and three and write your top three Mm must-dos, only three. Because during the course of a day, you can do three things. And then you don't get overwhelmed. You don't have a list as long as your arm of all the things, oh my God, I have to do. The other stuff, if you have other stuff to do, put it in a brain dump, put it on another Mm -hmm. piece of paper, get it off of your brain, get it out of your head. And then if you finish those three and you still have energy and you still have time, make another three. But do it in small chunks. And I have really, that has really changed the way that I organize my time. You know, in my planner, I have all of my appointments and everything, but my to-dos are only sticky notes, one, two, three, and then the rest are on my brain dump. And it is so, it it helps me organize my time and not get overwhelmed. And I I have a child that suffers from pretty severe anxiety and they use this technique as well. And it helps them not get overwhelmed with all the tasks that they have to do. It's just, you know, one, one task at a time. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't look at the next one. Just one task at a time. And so three tasks, one, two, three, you can handle that.
0: I love that. I think we've been so ingrained to build out that list, see how much you can get done, you know, but taking the pressure off and having the three, that's absolutely golden. I love that. Thank you so much for that tip. Oh, oh my so gosh. Good. Okay. So like talking about anxiety, cause I, I know personally, like when I start organizing, whether I start with one drawer, I'm like, I'm going to clean out the drunk junk drawer today. Like seeing the mess starts to Build the anxiety for me, or like I have a hard time focusing on sitting here at my computer if the if the house is just in total disarray. How do you, as an organizer, like I'm sure that that comes up for you in your business? Like, how do you address that, or or what are your thoughts on the relationship between being organized and anxiety?
1: Well, that I mean, so it's there. It's definitely a twofold question. I mean, there are, when you're working and you're doing a task you want to do it in a way that does not provoke anxiety. Mm. And so you want to do small tasks at a time. So again, I'll harken back to Marie Kondo. She has something called, she she has a technique that you get all of your clothes out from all over the house and you put them on the bed, Mm -hmm. and then you go through them one by one. That Oh my god, is so anxiety producing yes. for so many people because it makes such a mess. And you yes. see, you're confronted with all of your clothes all at once. That can be debilitating. Mm. And so, I don't do that. I do small bites at you know one at a time. Yeah. So, if if I'm working with somebody who is is already resistant to this process, I'll do one drawer at a time, Mm. or I'll say, you know, let's, let's do all of your blouses. Let's do, you know, let's not even do your whole closet. Let's just do all of your blouses. Let's look at, let's go through them one by one, not even take them out, just, you know, push them aside. Um, but the other side of that is using organization to reduce anxiety Mm. and, I've been very successful with that with a client of mine. Um, she has contacted me before. She actually contacted me not long ago, and she was in a, an anxiety um, attack. She was having a panic attack, and she said, "I think that if I just organize my closet, I'll feel better. Like if I can just manage something in my life, yeah, that I think I think I'll I'll everything will get will will seem better." So via Zoom. Um, we sat for an hour and we went through her closet and I did what I do with every closet redo. I, I, I told her to zone her clothes. I told her to put her um, hangers all the same direction. I helped her with color coding her clothes because I'm really crazy and I color code everything. And, <laughs> um, I, I helped her get rid of things. I, I sat with her while she folded things and, and put them in, in bags to, to donate them. And after an hour, her closet looked better and her anxiety was lower and she didn't wind up having to take a medication that day
0: oh, that's because
1: amazing. yeah, it was just, it was just something that she could control. And she knew that if, if she could do that, things would feel better. So there. you know, organizing can be anxiety producing, and it can also be anxiety reduction. I and it just that. kind of is, is a way that you, it's how you use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's your mindset going into it. And it's also your coach. It's the person that you take along with you on your journey of, of home organization, because some people, that do organization don't see it as as an anxiety reducer whereas yeah. i love organizing and i think i think i could do this all day every day and it would i would just be in total bliss all the time <laughs> which is why i named my business that
0: <laughs> i love it you can come to my house anytime i've actually i have to be careful with organizing because i end up using it as um, a procrastination tool for that very reason like if i could if i I kind of feel like now I have control over something like I have no control over what's happening in my business right now, or I don't know which direction to go in my business. Oh, but I do know that if I go clean the kitchen, go clean out the cupboards and organize the lids and the bowls and all of that kind of thing, that's something that I do feel control over. However, I have to be careful. I don't go down that slippery slope of, I just need to keep going.
1: (laughs) That's true. But I would say, you know, doing something mindless like that. And, you know, there is there again, it's twofold. There's a lot of um, decisions that you have to make when you're, when you're organizing. So you have Mm -hmm. to be careful not to have decision fatigue Mm -hmm. and get overwhelmed, but it is kind of a mindless activity. I mean, you are just putting lids with containers, yeah. you know? And, and so that, that actually it has studies have shown that's actually really good for a business owner to step out of their business, go do something like that as a project, and that's when the unstuckness will come through, and you'll come up with an idea, you'll come up with a a, a, a breakthrough yeah. in your business that you hadn't thought of if you had forced yourself to sit at your desk and and have your CEO time.
0: Oh, I love you know that. What I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it kind of gives you the permission.
1: Yes. Yeah, step away. Yes, I do, love and, it. and you're doing something productive. I mean, you're not, yeah. you know, you're not setting fires in the backyard. I mean, <laughs> you're, 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 you're doing something super productive. You're, you're, you're doing something wonderful for your home and for your family. You know, give yourself permission to do that. It's okay.
0: Yeah. I love that. When, when did you realize that like organize like you loved it, like organization was kind of your jam.
1: Um. So it's, it's so funny. Lots of people, want to work with someone who was always messy because they feel mm. like they can identify with them. Yeah. Um, and I hate to tell people that I was always organized. <laughs> um, I, I grew up in a very small condo with my mother and my brother. I like to refer to it as like the original tiny house. Mm. And like, I was the one organizing the Tupperware. Yeah. I was the one organizing the coat closet for better efficiency. My mother would just set me loose on our house and just say, you know, Maria, this needs a little bit more efficiency. And I'd be like, Oh, I will take care of it. You know? And, you And then from there, from, from her, I learned decor and design Um, and, you know, just out of necessity, I learned how to organize and be efficient in my home.
0: That's so fun. I love that. So let's talk about your business a little bit more. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that caught my attention when you um, sent in to be a guest on the show was you, you kind of talked about uh, the, the business and the support. That's around you, and a lot of listeners uh, to my show are trying to build a business. Whether they've been a stay-at-home mom, whether they've been working full-time, whether they've been working part-time, they're trying to build a business and they're struggling with feeling like they're alone. Um, maybe they just don't have the support that they were hoping to have, or or maybe you know, kind of like how you mentioned, your husband has a job. He's had the same job. He's going to have the same job. I've noticed those are the type of people that don't necessarily understand why the business, you know, if you want to call it a side hustle, if you have a side hustle that you want to grow into a business, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to grow for yourself, they don't get it a lot of times. Um, I've experienced that in, in growing my business as well. Um, I have a a partner who's very much a clock in clock out type type of guy. He's going to work hard while he's there, but when he's done, he's done. Whereas me, I constantly need that stimulation. I need to know that I'm building something beyond somebody else's business. So talk to me a little bit about what that has been kind of like building this business. You're going to school, you have another career, and then you have a spouse who isn't necessarily on board.
1: Yeah, it's. I think. I think a lot of people suffer from a non-supportive spouse. Mm-hmm. I think you know, it's entrepreneurship is very difficult to understand if you aren't in it. Yeah. And my husband has a, a career that is a very traditional career, and he just doesn't get it. He doesn't understand the risk. He doesn't understand the reward. He doesn't understand it. Um, I'm in the process of really truly exploring a brick and mortar shop. And that's a huge no, no, that's, that's a big, I don't want you to do that. I don't, I don't like that risk. I don't want you to put our money towards that. So, you know, I've had to pivot and I'm saying, okay, I am still going to pursue that, but I'm going to do pop-up shops. And so I'm going to keep my overhead ridiculously low, but I'm still going to sell a product. I'm still going to source product. I'm still going to try this out and see if I can do it and see if I can attach product to my name yeah. and, you know, build my business that way and, you know, and, and still gain clients and customers through product. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's what I'm, that's my next step and that's my evolution. And it's been a, it's been a tough sell. You know, I think success breeds support. When, when I have a good month and I bring in a lot of clients and he sees that this is not just something I do in my pajamas, he, he is a little bit more supportive, but mostly he just thinks this is my fun little yeah thing that I do on the side.
0: Yeah. That's relatable. Oh, that's relatable. I, I totally, I, I experienced that myself with my own business and, and it's kind of, you know, it's hard because I've had people tell me I've had coaches tell me and I've had people tell me we'll use that as fuel to be successful. And yes, that feels yummy. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to show them how successful I could be. But it would also feel yummy if I could get like a hey, you're doing a great job. I'm so excited for you. Right. So, we, you know, I think we have to look outside of our immediate people that we live with and, and look for that tribe and that, that group of other people that can help support you.
1: That's why I got a business coach this year um, to, to build my business and to have that support. It's been, it's been changed. It's been a game changer for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I had somebody ask me several years ago. um, I was actually at a a seminar from a coach that I actually ended up hiring and, and someone who I knew who had followed me on social media, she pulls me aside and she goes, you, you have a business set up and you're making money and you're doing well. Why do you need a coach? And I, the first thing I looked at and I go, honey, everybody needs a coach. Yes. I mean, high performing athletes, guess what? They have coaches. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tony Robbins has a coach. I mean, every, like you can't, there's so much value in having a coach or having a mentor or somebody who's there just to cheer you on and let you know, like, Hey, that's a great idea. Or Hey, let's pivot and look at this as another idea.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's some, it's been exponential growth working with my coach, you know, just these last few months, just things that I would not have uh, had the audacity to try, Yeah, you know, and, and I, and with, with her support um, I've, I've just really flown. So it's been really great.
0: Yeah. There's, there's power in having support. I just can't stress it enough. So if you're not getting the support from the people that you think you should be getting from, just find it somewhere else.
1: <laughs> yeah, find find your tribe. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and that that doesn't have to be a paid coach. I mean, I, I agree with you. Everybody needs a coach, yeah. but you can also do networking. You can yep. do you yes. know you can start your own networking group with entrepreneurial women in your neighborhood or your area, and you can have Zoom calls and you can just talk about how hard this is, and you can lift each other up. I mean, this it can be a, a free service that yes. you 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 build yourself. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right. Are you ready to dive into our, I call it the lightning round, but yet some of the questions I ask stump people. So this should be fun. I'm I'm excited
1: (laughs) and nervous.
0: I don't ever tell anybody what these questions are ahead of time for a very good reason.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: All right. So my first question is, what is something uh, you are proud of yourself for?
1: Uh, I have a master's degree. Uh, and again, I will share that I have ding-donged through my life and (laughs) I have a master's degree in anti-terrorism. Holy Um, crap. (laughs) Uh, so that is something that I do not use, but it is something that no one can take away from me. And I educationally outrank my husband. So that's a lot of fun. That's,
0: that's awesome. I love it. Uh, what does being slightly unfiltered mean to you?
1: I love that question. Um, It means um, being true to yourself and being a little bit too much in just the right way. You know, just sharing things that maybe you might not know about somebody. Like, for instance, I have five tattoos. (laughs) You might not know about that. And I am slightly unfiltered. So I will share that with you. Oh, yes. Uh, Yes. 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 I love it. Um, What is one piece of advice
0: you want to give to our listeners?
1: Uh, I will do a organizing piece of advice and I will say, start small, don't get overwhelmed and don't get decision fatigue. If you find yourself getting overwhelmed it means you've taken on too much so start small start with a drawer and once you organize that drawer successfully and you finish the project which means you take the things out you recycle the things you donate the things that don't belong you, f- you really finish the project soup to nuts and you feel like you still have energy you can move on to another drawer but don't tackle a whole kitchen just because you have an hour
0: Oh, I love that. That's great advice. And then what's your favorite swear word? Oh, balls. (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This has been such a great conversation. I think It's like the the whole thing that Slightly Unfiltered is founded on is building tribe of women who feel like we we are all part of a community and we can help support each other. And it feels like that's exactly what you're doing with your business and with your attitude towards, you know, growing your business and, and all of the yum fun things that we get to do. So tell us a little about what's happening in your business and where people can find you.
1: So I really hang out on Instagram. That's the best way to reach me. Uh, So if you find me on Instagram, it's at bliss this house underscore CT. Uh, What I offer are in-home organizing services and I also offer virtual organizing services. So if you have liked my vibe on this podcast and you think I want to work with her, I want to, I want to get into a closet with her and you want to call me up and we can do that uh, for an hour on via zoom and we can work together. The, the other thing that I've launched recently is a Facebook group. It offers exclusive content and unique ways to work with me. In fact, I'm doing a Facebook live every Monday um, exclusively for those members all of the information on how to get into the group is on Instagram. Um, I post it in most of the posts so people can just click the link and get on board. It's obviously free to join. Very simple. And like I said, exclusive content, which is really great. And you know, it's, a, it's an opportunity to work with a home organizer on kind of a, a personal level that you might not get with other Facebook groups. Love it. Yeah. It, it's a fun group. I post every day and people are welcome to join. And like I said, lots of, lots of great content. Awesome. Give everybody your website address too. It's blissthishouseblogs.com. I am currently uh, refurbishing it, but I do a, a weekly blog, exclusive content on the website as well. And also, if you subscribe to my blog, I send you freebies. There are two freebies right now that are in rotation. One is 31 things to declutter. The idea is that it's one a day for a month, it gives you ideas to. For your whole house of what to declutter, and then the other one is a calendar of how to add a good habit for a month. One week it's one habit, the second week it's two habits, the third week it's three habits, and and so forth. And it's it's a it's a great way to to start some really good habits in your home.
0: Awesome. Well, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time to come onto the show. I just love you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Slightly Unfiltered. You can find me and all things Slightly Unfiltered at slightlyunfiltered.com or on Instagram. Be sure to go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Until next time, you badass bitches.